everyone. Welcome to Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best era in reality television. Recapping shows like Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celebrity shows that you love. I am Mike. And I'm Sonia. God, I just sound, I feel like I sound more sick You're already now that horse. I'm talking into the mic. Yeah, I came back from I'm not a, a horse, I'm a, a broom. Oh, please. I came back <laughs> from, uh, well, you, there's your, your family guy reference. We barely made, made it seconds. into the episode. I just got past, just got past the intro. Wrestling's came, not there yet, but it'll I show came back point. from my sister-in-law, future sister-in-law's bachelor party. Shout out to Julia. Woo! And I was so proud of myself for not being hungover. And uh, the universe went, you thought, and gave me some kind of sinus infection. So that's been fun. Anyway, sinus I, that's also why I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. So it if there was, was ever a time to be like, hey, what's up? How's it going? It would Small be this talk. week. You're sick. Banter. I know. I'm actually usually never sick either. And more importantly, rate, review, subscribe. Tell friends who don't suck. Five stars. Five stars. Retweets. We've, we've been appreciating the reviews we've been getting too. They've been so sweet. One of my favorites is how people are like, they have such good chemistry. And it's like, well, we're married. So that's <laughs> yes, we hope so. And we'd like to, we'd like to think. Well, now we're going to start getting like troll ones. Oh, I mean, like, that's how I know. That's how I feel like I've decided, like, that's how I know that we'll like have really yeah. made it when we get a negative review. That's true. That's like a benchmark. It'll piss like. you off, but I know it'll be know, annoying, but haters. like, like it's not just people who know us yeah. and love us and trying to, they like, need to take a up. science class. Uh, if you want to watch along with us, Feel free to do so on Hulu or Tubi TV. Tubi all day. Although actually, there's no, uh, although there are no subtitles, no yep. and that's how I watched it this week, and it made actually a difference for something I will bring up in the course of the episode. That made and you didn't. Oh, but you did the rewatch with me on Tubi. Was there much of a difference? Was anything missed? No, just the curse words. They really which just does make a difference. They but... block it out. Really, that's about it now. Yeah, that's basically okay, it. That's not bad. Uh most importantly, though, we have with us from the Booney Breakdown. Booney is joining us. Hi. Hi. Yeah. What's up, Booney? I'm How's happy going? to be here. This is like one of the greatest podcast ideas I've seen in a while. Thank these, you. These awesome. shows are so great. <laughs> they are great and terrible. They're historical. I feel like. They are. It's like great nostalgia. And they were like looking back at them. When was this out? Like 2000, 2002? Like, the season like... was 2006 actually oh wow yeah, yeah. the okay. birth of the the birth of this though was probably a little before like surreal lives and all those well surreal yeah. life flaves season of surreal life i think was, was 2004 2005 which was surreal life three Se- yeah season three so They've aged a little long like more than i thought i'm thinking they're like almost 20 years old they're only like oh no 15 not... years old okay yeah not quite yet <laughs> not quite yet we've got time Although this week, I feel like in terms of how it ages, this week has what is, in my opinion, Flav's cringiest moment to date. We will. I'm sure I have that in my notes too. We will get there, <laughs> in my opinion. And he's done a lot of stuff that's like I feel like we could do like an end of year awards yes. for like fling- <laughs> cringiest Flav moment. Yes. Don't be and, problematic. And this, Don't in my safe. opinion, is the front runner. So how did it feel to watch back? It was. Good. I, you know, I think I caught one of the reruns whenever who had VH1 had the genius idea to run these for Valentine's Day weekend. Yes, a few years uh, ago. Genius. So I think I watched a few of the, the the episodes then, but to watch this again, it was like, wow. Okay, 
Yeah, to make one, a conscious choice is a little different. <laughs> yeah, I was like, one, where's Flavor Flav now? Because I feel like I haven't seen him in a while. He's chilling, I guess. I don't and know. And then a few of the ladies, the contestants who are still on at this point yes. in this episode, it's like to see what they look like now. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, how delicious looks like a completely different person. Yes, like completely yes. different. So literally yeah. like so di- like I look at her on Instagram and I still as much as I now have to see her face all the time between Instagram and the show like it still it's, isn't computing to me that they're it's wild the same person. yeah it's, it's really wild because when I was watching it I think I paused it at one point and went to her page like huh? and then <laughs> it was just like just to compare and then the other one was uh Bucky yeah because she's found fame with the loving hip-hop yes. franchise so yes she has she's literally still doing the same thing so still just trying to like <laughs> gain success by banging rappers and cra- crazy never accepted my instagram follow but wow. I, but but i think that she's like just away from social media because like i don't think she's tweeted in like a year and a half to two years i also need okay. to see if it's like just because you're a dude because like maybe she doesn't want like she doesn't know you're not like a creepy dude trying to like i don't know maybe but she's know. like dj something i know because she had that she had that show with uh we talked about this couple what was his with name don bishop jo- don juan she don had juan. that episode that time or yes. the episode or the show so maybe <laughs> she know. just like faded i don't know but anyway uh yeah so this one is this one was a a, a rough one i don't know if it's because of the mood i was in like it took me several tries to actually get through because okay. it's a lot of tension like i don't know if i just was in like a weird headspace yeah. because like as i mentioned before we started recording like the last two weeks have been like incredibly busy on my end that like sitting down to watch women yell at each other over the same shit they've been yelling at each other for for weeks was like too much and I you weren't like, watching sh- real housewives i'd like shut it off and like walk away <laughs> i know i've even been like kind of on a break from housewives a little bit and even i was like this is too much avoid the drama for like a for a couple days for once <laughs> i don't know well, just like, especially because like somebody almost dies this week, like it's a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. A lot. Uh, but I, I remember like watching this in real time. Like, oh my god, this was so great. Oh my <laughs> god, yeah. so dramatic. And then, <laughs> and then I forgot that this was kind of her like character. Not that this was her character arc, but like this was like her main. F- the end of the episode is like the main focal point of like why she's like accepted into charm school, if I remember correctly. Like, I it was like, so. oh, I almost killed someone yeah. that time on the show, on national television. That's why they bring her in? I don't think that's why they bring her in. But I, I do think believe, that, like, I think I remember Monique, like, yelling at her about that incident. Because <laughs> I feel like, didn't they all have, like, a signature incident that was, like, on, like, the first episode or so that was, like, the reason why they were oh, that, there? Like, they're, like, It was, like, why problem. they were sent to charm school. Yeah, something oh, like yeah. that. Now I'm really excited to watch that. I definitely no. haven't watched any reruns of that. I've, I've Me watched, either. I'm I've done, Yeah, I've scared. done Flavor of Love and I've done Rock of Love, I think. Oh, and I did, like, New York and Real Chance of Love. I've definitely went yeah. down that hole. But I don't think I've watched the charm school ones. Well, because those weren't on. I don't think they've re-aired them. They've only really re-aired the Of Loves because of Valentine's Day and shit. It's normally, the, yeah, the three that you mentioned. It's yeah. normally Flavor, Rock, and I mean, and, uh, we don't have cable anymore, but, like, we haven't. Yeah, cord cutters. Yeah. you guys. Millennial cord cutters. I <laughs> Meanwhile, know. internet's still that expensive anyway. So, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
And it's funny because I think on like the third season of Charm School, I didn't watch it, but I remember being excited because it was Ricky Lake, but then I didn't watch it. I feel like I watched it, but by that point, I feel like I was kind of tapped out of a lot of these shows because that season was like the third season of Rock of Love and then Real Chance of Love, which I was like kind of on the fence about because to me, they were only really interesting in terms of their how they like reacted to New York. Yeah, I would agree. And it's uh, sad because real is dead away. Oh, yeah i know oh, he was such a good guy i mean this is like we can talk about this early like i remember <laughs> always thinking that like tango was really hot and he's only gotten hotter and i like mm-hmm. kind of made fun of him on instagram and he like laughed about it because he was doing this thing where he was like making this David, like he thinks i'm cute he makes he made this like shake thing and he would like one of those like or like a green smoothie or something like that and he's like oh yeah these like good ingredients but he's making them in front of like a bottle of gray goose a bottle of fireball (laughs) like all this stuff so i was like how exactly does all that liquor fit in and he was like good point lol something like that (laughs) and i was like oh my god did i just fuck this up and i was like no it it went okay this interaction went great but anyway so tango was always a gem like one line have freaking like whatever tango was always a gem and uh what's his name and then but chance was always like such a fucking weirdo and then real was nice but just weird looking that hair always they always he had very gorgeous hair (laughs) it was very long and i can't deal with like a a man with like really long beautiful hair like it makes me very insecure (laughs) that's why you don't like him i never said i didn't like him i said he just also he's like not especially good looking he r.i.p he like wasn't like the best, the better looking of the two, I guess. Aww. He was also like shorter and like I don't know. Now you're I feel just really bad. Shallow. Now I know. <laughs> I, I promise I'm not as shallow. Shallow as of now. love. Please. Oh my god, that's right. And then there was like a Daisy of Love and Megan wants millionaire that they had to cancel because that guy killed someone. Oh god, I don't. There I don't was one of the contestants. One. one of the contestants on Megan wants a millionaire um k- killed his girlfriend in Canada. And it was like a manhunt. And then I think he killed himself. I don't really remember. How the fuck did he get on the show? It was before. No, it was after. It was like the show had already started airing. Okay. Yeah, the show had already taped. And then he did all that stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. Real dark. Real downer right now. I know. So let's turn this up. This episode is really that much of an. We're going to flip it. No, we're going to make this fun. But we're flipping that attitude right now. We're getting into episode seven of season two called Boxing Each Other Out. And no, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a flashback to season one or a season one episode. This opens with season two with New York getting ready as fucking usual. Oh, yeah. No, I'm so glad that you caught that, that she is where she always is in the bathroom (laughs) getting ready. I did not see a cigarette this time, though amazingly maybe they like called her out on it maybe they were like listen just if you're cut it smoke, out for a just, little like, bit don't do it in the house yeah like, it's not, like it, yeah. it's not stopping her from doing it outside certainly that's the case all the ladies are now complaining about new york being a competitor actually because that was what made me think kind of that she's not allowed to smoke in the house anymore because you hear delicious say to bucky i think something like i told her like listen no disrespect but you have to like carry your weight around here which I assume means like keep things clean. They're equals like, now. She did use that word. <laughs> yeah, no, she did. They are apparently. New York says that they all should be nervous. Her strategy is to start getting on their good side so she can later pounce. Smart strategy. 
It is. But like most of them are like, as we see, like most of them are like smart enough to see right through it. So there's only really one. Right. There's only one person dumb enough. Only one person could be crazy enough. Yeah. Only one person could be crazy enough. That's the pun you're looking for. There you go. That's my goal Uh, this episode. As many puns as I can do. Anyway. So the ladies got the flavogram. Flav decided he says in his talking head so i decided with i'm sure no producer intervention whatsoever he wants to put a little bit of salt in the game which is funny because like later in this episode he proceeds to say he wants peace and tranquility around him so you know take from this what you will salt's pretty peaceful and tranquil i mean (laughs) not not to your insides not to your like not to your like blood pressure oh my blood work today they got the one thing my sodium my sodium levels are high. I got did my not blood work back. Everything you, was great you. except that. I meant a general you to like human beings. It's a sign from the universe. Less the salt. fewer of them there are, the e- the harder it is for them to make cuts. The women all have to nominate two women they think should go home. I like the challenge idea. Feels a little Hunger Games e to me, but <laughs> they get one hour ha! to make. May the, the odds be ever in your flavor. Ah. That's pretty good. Pretty good. I think that might be the title. Maybe. That was a good one. Thank you. So they have one hour to make the decision. And for some reason, Delicious is in charge of deliberation. This is like when I started going, just say you want her to be the one you want to pick and just stop wasting our time. Like just, there's several moments in this episode where I'm like, you clearly like her better than you like everybody else. Like just get cut to the chase. For sure. That does seem to be the case here. Like, he, he plays it to crazy a little bit, but the only person he really seems to have... The only one that he, like, really goes out of his way for... It's delicious. Well. Yeah. Crazy goes out of her way. Well, cause she's... Yeah, because... Well, I don't want to spoil, but yes, he goes out of his way for delicious. <laughs> yeah, yes. well, right. Yes. That's, yeah, no, I'm... I'm I, would say, I would say I'm excited to get there, but the thought of them being intimate is disgusting. <laughs> so... The deliberations are underway and Delicious is kind of like, all right, who wants to start? Which, again, could have been expedited by Delicious going, so everybody else here hates crazy, right? And they all would have said yes, and then she would have been the first in the box. She didn't go first, though. Crazy spoke No, that's what I'm saying, is that Delicious should have just started that way. She would look around, everyone, crazy's first, right? And in in deliberations, (laughs) she starts by saying... Oh, so who who wants to like you yeah, know who, say something first? Someone has to talk, yeah. <laughs> right. Crazy goes. I think it should be Boots because she bent over in front of the rappers. It was disrespectful. <laughs> Showed delayed, her to everyone. Whatever. Right. So this is where the captions came in handy. Watching on Hulu, like I had to laugh. So it's the scene of Boots, you know, like on the coffee table thing, bending over for all the rappers. I didn't notice this last time, but for some reason, Young Buck is bouncing a basketball simultaneously (laughs) while staring at her ass. But the caption of them, you know, wolf whistling, so to speak, is men ogling Boots, verbally approving of her dancing. That's hilarious. (laughs) I literally paused it to double check that that's what it said and then laughed for like five solid minutes that's great boots asserts that her coochie was never shown and she's tired of talking about it but boots says you know what i think is funny first crazy said she could seem like first she says too crazy first you said you could see my coochie then you could see my chonies which i googled means underwear for those who don't know (laughs) the more you know 
I always took this to mean like when Crazy said, I could see your coochie. I didn't think that she literally meant I saw, you know, your actual vagina. Yeah. I thought that she meant like I could I could see your underwear, which is like when you're trying when somebody's dress comes up or skirt comes up, you say, oh, I saw your like your cooch. Like you don't say I saw your, you know what I mean? Like I, I saw you your vagina. Yeah. Yeah, like, or I didn't see your underwear. Like, I, just, I see like, your were... vagina. Yeah, no, that would be very, very technical. Even weirder. So I always took it to mean as I saw your underwear or I could see the outline of something, like, when you were bent over. I never yeah. took it to mean. You're showing too much, pretty much. Yeah. Yes. But, like, I think Some that Boots is just trying to fuck with her and split hairs and being like, oh, well, you said this and you said this. Clearly, you're a liar. Just trying to get a rise out of her, which I have to say, crazy is a lot calmer through all of this than I would have been, like through the whole episode. I'm like the entire episode. She stayed pretty even. Like way calmer (laughs) than I would have been as right. As we're saying, we'll we'll talk. Well, I mean, I already shattered it. My other favorite part of that whole little argument scene is like they cut over to New York. And she's just like cracking up laughing. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. New York spaces during all of the anytime crazy was in some bullshit. Especially when just... Boots brings up, as you just said, like the whole like coochie and uh, Tony's line. Because she goes, "Well, I didn't say that." Or whatever. New York just loses it. Yeah, like she just starts cracking up. Yeah. Oh my god. So Bucky finally decides to make a good point and says, "Okay, I have a question. Why did you bring your demo?" An actual legitimate question. <laughs> Which is a legitimate question. We as viewers had never heard about the demo before. We had heard references to her singing and she has sang on the show yes. before. But like there was never an explicitly mentioned demo tape in in play. Crazy says, because I wanted him to hear how I sound. Sure. Simple enough. I mean, I have friends. So my friends all through high school were like the theater crowd and stuff. And like, if somebody can sing or at least thinks they can sing, you don't need to like ask them to do it. They'll be doing it constantly. I can't like, really sing and I do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> certain people, you don't need to ask them to have to sing for you to hear them sing. Like he'll hear you whether you bring your demo tape or not. For sure. So Licious is pointing at her like she's like a prosecutor and she's like, you brought that in case of an opportunity. You can't see me pointing, but I'm pointing. Yeah, she's pointing at me. Well, I'm, I'm pointing in Pretend I am crazy. In that, in a case of opportunity. And Crazy's like, well, yeah, like the case, the opportunity is that he wants to listen to me. Case he wants to hear. <laughs> like you are not helping she yourself. She can have it ready. Yes. Yeah, no. This, what an idiot. We hear Delicious say, I hear Delicious say very quickly, like, well, I can sing my ass off, but like, you know, but I'm not doing all this, but it's kind of lost in all the other yelling. And the only reason why it caught my attention is because I keep thinking about that scene later on in the show where like crazy tries to sing and she's all proud of it. And then Delicious starts singing immediately after and is so much better. (laughs) That is I love that. I just like it came up on Twitter recently. So yeah, I love when that clip goes viral because it's so great. How she was like sitting there cutting her food. Yeah, and she gets up and, and like sings. fucking sings. Like she can fucking sing, and like crazy's just like uh. <laughs> uh yeah, I think, so, like Flav starts crying. Right? If I right, I think it's like yeah. very right. Like I think it's like a very, it's like a table shaking moment. 
so crazy's like trying to defend herself saying he understands that i have the talent like and passion for this and i don't have to discuss it with anybody but him and then basically delicious at this point is like all right, fine. Like, let's just put crazy in the box because we're all sick of her bullshit, right? Yes. So she goes in the box. And again, cr- like, crazy is in her talking head going, I can't believe, like, I'm, like, starting to feel Delicious's betrayal. And it's like, this has been two weeks of this. You guys were friends for less time than you've been beefing and you're holding on to her being a snake. Like, like being caught off guard. It was like, from the start, she pretended to be my friend. It's only been two weeks, like, from the start. So what, like, three solid days out of a 14-day period? It's a long friendship. Yes. <laughs> In girl world. So then they start deliberation on the second person. Bucky launches straight into New York with the, again, valid point that it is more or less unfair that she gets to cut the line. Yeah, she's the newest. It's a valid point. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was fair. That's totally fair. No argument. Plus, she's like kind of like the easier target because she like doesn't really have any alliances. She like has a reputation for being a nightmare. She did kind of shit on all of them before. <laughs> any opportunity I can to say, give it up, delicious. You look like a man now that that episode has come and gone. But. <laughs> That was actually a pretty good moment. Too. It's it's so problematic, but it's so funny. <laughs> New York's like, I do have an advantage. You know, I know Flay very well. And uh, so New York in her talking head, I forgot if this is in her talking head or like, no, this was. She wouldn't say anything this gross like to them. But she goes, uh, Flay said, we did our thing. Let's do it again. I can't. Oh, no, this was to them. She goes. Uh, we did our thing. Let's do it again. I can't get enough of your ass. And the only reason why I wrote this down is because it's like, did he actually say this to you? Or that's like, New York hyping herself. That's like I'm New sure York. Like, it was New York. <laughs> yeah, just like mishearing all of this. This was the gross thing that she says in her talking head. So she said, Flav and I are gonna do it this time. Oh God, are we gonna do it this time? <laughs> blech, blech. <laughs> gross. So Delicious then pivots to who's going to be a good role model for Flav's kids. I would like to point out, first of all, that Flav kind of got the opportunity to do this after having come out of jail for domestic violence. Yes. And And having a on again, off again, you know, drug history. So, you know... Maybe he should work on himself first before expecting anybody to be a role model for his kids. More importantly, though, I would like to point out that his oldest daughter, at the time this show was airing, is 20 years old. Wow. Boots is turning 22. (laughs) That's not funny, but I'm... (laughs) I mean, all you can do is laugh, because laugh to keep from screaming is what i tend to do a lot on this show i didn't realize she was that young but now now she was the youngest she was the youngest thankfully but most of them are not that much older new york is 24 25 yeah she's still down there at this point i mean yeah new york is like 20 in her like they're all in there you said delicious is the oldest at 28 yeah delicious of the ages i found delicious is the oldest at 28 Oh, wow. Um, And he is like 46, I think, turning 47 at that time. Wow. No, I lied. He was, he had turned 46 already. I don't remember. He was 46, yeah. Yeah. So 
you know, just like it's hard to give me that whole like who's going to be a role model to his children when yes. he could have gone to school with his oldest yeah. child. Well, Bucky does defend Boots here. Well, this was kind of funny. Way. So, so uh, the two people Delicious would put in the box for the sake of Flav's kids are Boots and New York uh, because of all the fuck you bitch attitude. I have to say, though, you can tell at this point that they're friends because Boots, like, is laughing, but not in, like, a, oh, haha, like, like, fuck you, bitch type of laugh. But, like, uh, like that's genuinely funny that you called this out. Like, like it's, like, a friendly roast type situation. Mm-hmm. And, like, even, like, when Delicious, like, goes and, like, kind of, like, puts her finger in Boots's face, like, Boots is, like, cracking up. So, I guess. <laughs> but Bucky has Boots's back saying, yeah, like, Boots will put finger in your face but new york is gonna go fucking nuts and stand on the table (laughs) yeah i mean it's true new york i wouldn't say well no i feel like they're both equally as inclined to instigate honestly new york just jumps on things but does she like well there was that well that's true last week she did yeah last week she jumped on the table to make her point but i think that like boots isn't really above that either we should well she hasn't jumped on the table yet at least she just really gets in people's faces yeah that's true uh, Boots makes a point to say in her talking head that New York needs to work on her attitude, which really made me laugh because it's like hot uh. meat kettle. They end up putting New York in the box and New York is pretty unfazed about it. This is where she says, what is your suggestion for iconic line of the week, right? Booney, this yes. is where she says, uh, so our, our first of two iconic lines of the week are, <laughs> you know, I'm the HBIC in this motherfucker. I'm not going nowhere. Just what an I icon! Ain't going nowhere. <laughs> what an icon! Just I mean, it was great. I, I mean, it's like and most of the time, if you are saying you're like the HBIC, it's like rarely yeah. true. But in this case, it's like I didn't come back here for one fucking episode. Right. It's like, the best. Exactly. And you kind of learn that she is the freaking HBIC in this house. She is. So the episode she she came in and was like, "You guys have no idea what I'm capable of." Yeah, no, and like as much as they even think that they know, they don't know. That's why I wish she was in there like three or four weeks ago, instead of just so close to the end. I know it would have been incredible. I think that completely different show. Well, then would have just been. I think Mm -hmm. it would have been even more chaotic, and it's already pretty chaotic on its own. I'd like to hear her answer some like the funny, sexy questions from like the fishbowl. I don't think they would have like. Well, then they don't need it. They're like, guys, we're out of questions. What do we do? Bring in New York. <laughs> exactly. That was, that, that's exactly what happened. Well, no, Code Red would probably be Oyster. What? I was like, Code Red, like, we need, bring in New York. And I was like, Code Red. And then I had to stop and be like, well, no, Red would probably be Oyster then. Never mind. Anyway. Red Oyster? Yeah, no, I understood. It just wasn't <laughs> funny. So. Wow. With the people at home. So once judge. they're all set up, uh, Five star comes rating. down. Put that in the uh, review, please. Once they're all set up. <laughs> Flave comes down in an Uggets jersey because they had to block out the Nuggets. Now, was that a Carmelo Anthony jersey? Probably, right? Hmm. What number was it? I didn't see a number, but who else was playing on the Nuggets that anybody else gave a shit about? In 06. No, he's there because that's right at, they won the. Right. After Syracuse, right? Yeah. Yeah. They won the championship. This is Google. Actually, yeah. No, they won the championship, I think, in 05, 06. This is right. This is, that was probably his rookie year, if I'm not mistaken. And, well, he also I could had be a. Off. He also had a, what's his name, a LeBron jersey, too, which would have been his two years in, maybe, right? LeBron was, fuck, 
Now I can't remember. This is turning into a basketball podcast. Well, because he time. was LeBron was one, Sebastian Telfair was two, Melo might have been three. Wade, they're, they're Chris Bosch, they're all in the same draft. Yeah, I know. But also, um, I wonder if he was married to Lala at this point, which I think would make it interesting. If he this could be how they met. What if they met through? No, that wouldn't make. No, I lied. I took. Wait, I, bro, just, I just went into this logic and it didn't make. Oh any no, sense. him and LeBron were in the same draft in two thousand and three. Okay. LeBron oh, so they've was, been in the, in the league for several years yeah. at this point. LeBron was one, number two. I don't know, Darko Milicic. I don't know where he went, but that seems stupid. And then Carmelo Anthony was the third pick of the draft. Wow. Oh. Quite a week for uh, jerseys on Flavor of Love, then. It was a good... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's got some others. Chris Bosch, as I mentioned, Dwayne Wade was that year. I, this isn't a basketball podcast. I know. I'm throwing out names <laughs> for people. I know no just, sports. <laughs> I know very I know very little, but and I know enough to Denver get by. But either way, so he's wearing his Uggets jersey and Girl, with a pimp right. cup. I'm actually curious how long it actually took, if it actually took the hour or less or more or whatever. We never know with the time frames. They always say shit. It's it's all a lie. It should have taken five minutes. Time is a construct. (laughs) As as long as it took him to edit. Yeah, right? So he opens the box and does big dramatic like, whoa, but then proceeds to say, in his talking head that he is not shocked and the way he says it like reminded me of like an elementary school play where he's like <laughs> the two pictures happens to belong to the two ladies that flavor flavor is feeling the most around that house he like a third gets... graders presentation yeah basically that's how it sounded like and he does this thing where he like zones like his eyes get real big it's like i don't know what his deal is so in his talking head, he goes, and honestly, I got the feeling there was some jealousy among those decisions. Bah, bah, bah. Groundbreaking. <laughs> Genius. Somebody call Mensa. The music yep. and the drama there was so great. Right? I, I wrote that. It was just like... <laughs> the scoring of this is truly something. It was really great. Well timed. Well, in every single one of the gr- women corrected myself on that one yes, good job. pretty much have like their own themes too like every time they're selected or something this like is true crazy always gets like the like like latin music it's like delicious hip-hop and new york always gets the scary music she got the same she got the same music in season one too She's like new york basically like the halloween theme it is very scary music they don't have they don't have uh john carpenter money get the fuck out of here that's true they're rip off they could do vanilla ice style he asked yeah it's that key change right there that's the difference he really tried to make it like that was a different song it's clearly on to the point that when you're out and about and you're in like a, a mixed race crowd you don't know what version you're gonna get until the music starts <laughs> you know what i mean i've had it go both ways so when he asks why the women who were chosen were chosen boots volunteers and says that crazy is fake and that new york should have started from the beginning he then points out to boots and the ladies that new york did start out from the beginning mm-hmm. and she's getting ready to have a second ending, which I think he meant to make more vague than it sounds. I don't know if that's hindsight. <laughs> I don't know if it's hindsight, but it's 
she's certainly gonna have an ending yeah i don't know yeah that one the way he said it i'm like he's not i didn't think he was sophisticated enough to come up with that foreshadowing but yeah well i mean yeah. i feel like he's had, he has it in his head that his intention is to be with delicious and unfortunately like he's gonna have to embarrass new york again on national television no mm. well, it works out for her in the end so <laughs> Well, this is like, what... so this is yes. like so New York is like oh yeah she's like like basically like orgasming in her talking head and she's like oh yeah I'm gonna be with Flav tonight but at this point it kind of like clicks to like delicious and like a couple of the other ladies like fuck did we just like put them in there for them to just be the ones who get dates and honestly that would have been the smart always way. a twist in flavor it would have been that would have made a lot more sense where he would have given them the, them the time to like prove themselves and talk things out. They should have done it that but way. But that's no. not how it goes. Basically, he tells New York and crazy that he's really into them, but he's going to put them on ice and the other three ladies get dates tonight and tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I don't get And Bucky's first date, by the way. Bucky's first date. Bucky is yet to have one with Flav. No I just one thought that like this is another opportunity for New York to just like fully launch into melodramatics and be like, oh, oh my heart is so weak. Like I don't know if I can take it. Like, oh. <laughs> like she's just so extra, and I it's so great for TV. I I cannot. I have no choice but to stand. Yeah, so, I mean, it really just works for TV. Yeah, no, she's a genius. Just the best reality star of all time. Just the best. Bucky gets her first official date with Flav. She is working very hard to sell all of us on how excited she is to get close with Flav. She even says something so dumb that's like, the more time you spend someone with someone, the closer you get with them. And it's like, no shit. Not necessarily. You spend a little bit of time, you don't like them, and then you're stuck with them for a while. I mean, that's true. I mean, typically the point of spending time with someone is to get closer to them. Yes. The What I have to point out here, so just a tip for anybody watching on Hulu, Having the captions is helpful because it gives you a place to look while Flav is making out with people. <laughs> that is not at the screen. It just gives your eyes like a place to sort of direct themselves because otherwise your eyes will keep coming back to it and it's just gross because the audio is already happening and it's just it's so bad. There's no way to fast forward, unfortunately. No way. Uh, not enough ways. Although uh, he is also a terrible bowler, as we can see. Okay, so, well, we didn't get there yet, but... Pretty much. Oh, wait, that's oh you're right. They started kissing like crazy right before. They're kissing like crazy right before, and then he takes her bowling. Yes. Which I guess, like, in, in the spot. I love things, bowling. Well, the thing is, it's like, they're like, sir, your regular lane is ready. And he proceeds to be, like, the worst bowler ever. So? I'm a terrible golfer, but I enjoy golf. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. I think I skipped ahead a little bit because. No, you're right. He comes down the stairs. No, 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 they no, kiss no. like crazy. What? They start kissing like crazy, yeah, and no, he takes her like, bowling. Yeah, he takes her bowling, but hold on. Oh, she's, like, projecting all this stuff where she's, like, she's telling him to grab her butt. And she's, like, oh, he likes kissing my lips because they're soft. And he says something to her, like, she's, like, oh, I was kind of laid back in the beginning, but then I realized I had to step my game up, which I take to mean is, like, that's when the producers started getting in their ear and being, like, listen, the more shit you stir, the longer you'll be here and the longer you'll be on TV. Yes to like turn into some kind of career and she goes oh you know like i realized i had to set my game up and he goes you know what though i gotta step mine up too and she's like oh but it's like what does that mean what does he have to step up? i mean he has to step up a lot of things it's just like, him trying to sound smooth 
And yep. he's, that's what happens. And that's why he's dating women in their 20s because they're stupid enough to believe in this shit. It's like you might know Carlos Santana and Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas. Thank you. Rob Thomas. I was going to say Rob, but I forgot like his last name. Literally one of the most important songs of life. <laughs> the, the summer anthem to end all summer anthems, to be honest. Although. Shout out to Lil Nas. Well, Maybe at this point, it's going to be airing in a couple weeks. This is going to be old. He could still then. be number one by this time. You never <laughs> he know. Probably he probably still will be. He probably I hope he still is. will be. Should, for him. Everyone should just come together and, like, not only has he broken it now, just keep it going. Yeah. Fuck it. Everyone, just put on Spotify on your computer in the other room, put it on freaking repeat, and just let it go for 24 hours. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. You hear that, America? I know yeah. you could all hear me. <laughs> Yeah, everybody, All of you. everybody in America is listening. So our one million followers. The, the only thing I have to call out about this scene before we move forward Uh-oh. is that while she's saying in her talking head about how oh it like he loves kissing me or whatever, that like the scene they cut back to in the limo looks like he just got done motorboating her. <laughs> I don't know. Ew, so gross. Yeah, I just also liked the scene too. Um, as they're making out and he's squeezing her butt and she's like, squeeze my butt harder. They cut to the old white ladies in the back who were like, oh, my God. They didn't look as disgusted as you would expect, but like more just like confused. And, and it was like they're the only like, ones in the bowling happening? alley with them. It's like it's yeah, Flav, I mean, his day, and like is, right. six to seven, like 70 year old women just chilling. <laughs> it's like, why are you ladies here? You don't even if they had matching uniforms, you'd be like, all right, they're a bowling team. They don't even have uniforms. They were just yeah, sitting at a just, table. Right, just yeah. like casually bowling. But also it's like probably we a weekday, which means like, I wonder what they spent their money on that they couldn't just close the bowling alley. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess like they were like, listen, we have more important things going on. You oh, have a man. Section. But when you get to like a pretty much empty bowling alley sometimes, it's the best. Sure. I'm not a bowler. Because oh, they still have the music going and everything. Bowling is so much fun. It's a fun activity. I hate bowling. You drink a couple beers. You order some fries and like chicken wings. I literally, like, like that last part is enticing to me, but the rest of bowling. Is well, you like... did okay the one time we went. When? With when uh, we one of your former employers. Oh, that's right. We they went... had the night and they invited me, which was very nice. Yeah. And you crushed it. You were like giving oh, everybody bowling it. Yeah. lessons. I did. I, it's the Fresh Prince where you throw it like. You loop your arm behind your back and then throw it between your legs. And I got a strike. I was so excited. It's like, yeah, like it, it works once in a while. But like when you just do it without saying anything, you just feel so cool. Well, this was it's like turning around and putting on speaking sunglasses. Of, and speaking of teaching explosion. people bowling, she's like, teach me, teach me. And she ends up being like, really, really <laughs> yeah, good. Meanwhile, she's throwing strikes. She's yeah. like throwing, she like throw two strikes, which even if. Not that I thought this was her first time bowling or she, like, needed to learn nah, how. 100% not her first time bowling. I mean, obviously. No. But, like, she was, like, so good. But, like, that's pretty impressive, period. Like, you know what I mean? Even if, Does like, it hurt you if you beat him, though? I mean, that's probably why she this needs is, to, like... Yeah. This is masculinity. Easily. Oh, easily. So he, I'm like, sure it would have been a, a different situation had she really beat him. Had she, like, crushed <laughs> him like, yeah. like she should have done. I wish they showed the scores. And right, if the whole thing is he's like a regular, because if it's like, sir, like you're regular weight or whatever, like he should be better than this. It was like he was doing a lot of like physical comedy, like very, you know, very flame. Stooges yeah. type over the top. He's like throwing the ball. He's like halfway. He's like almost at the pins throwing the ball, like just like being an ass. And it's like, does he think that like women find this kind of shit attractive? Like, 
like physical comedy to this extreme like we don't look at it like that i don't know it's like a rom-com movie but that's like no i can't believe i slipped on that (laughs) haha you're so goofy i think i'm attracted to you now only women get to be clumsy and dumb (laughs) in romantic comedies men aren't really like that that's true they only speak it yeah like, right, like that's what. What's your boy? Your boy, Hugh Grant. Exactly. He's always so like charming and stuttering. <laughs> like, well, well, I. Uh, yes. Well, I. I don't know. Not, not terrible. But you kind of also sounded like Jimmy from South Park. So. <laughs> cut to the old ladies. <laughs> they cut over to the table of old white ladies who look amused but also confused. I am kind of surprised that, like, because she's being very bossy, like, grab my butt, like, grab it harder, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm surprised he's, like, kind of into that because he's normally, like, don't tell me what to do or, like, I'm in control. It's the Red Oyster thing. I do the whipping. I'm not even sure why he's, like, so into it, period. But I he's like, grabbing a butt. Or why she, I'm sorry, why she's so into it now. But I think it's probably she's like, whatever I have to do to make up for lost time. Exactly. We yeah, it's our first date. She had to up the ante. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So back at the house. Yes. Crazy heads outside and she sees that New York is also there. But what is New York doing? Smoking. Damn right. Sitting on the porch. Actually, she's not sitting on the hammock. She's sitting in a chair. Still on the porch. New York is like, oh, Flav's feeling us the most. And like, that's why they're the most intimidated. And like, while Crazy is talking, like, it, like, yeah, you're right. And like, Delicious is such a snake, blah, blah, blah. Like, New York is trying so hard to look interested. And like, how does Crazy not see her clearly like condescending fake interested expression on her face? <laughs> But like the confessionals during the scene where she's like, Oh <laughs> my she's god. She's crazy. She's clueless. <laughs> she's like, right. She's silly. She's like and she and York's like she's like, I, I'm riding her brain. I'm literally riding her brain. Yeah. Was that like, was what? so funny. She does the whole acting out of like the arms up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I love my favorite part of this is her going, she's gonna tell me everything from start to finish, and at the end she's gonna give me a big bear hug. And that is exactly what happened. A hundred percent. Crazy, of course, is like while she's talking to her, she's still like, she's like, I've realized that like delicious is fake. Like I'm realizing that delicious is fake. And it's like, at this point, we're still realizing or like we've realized uh, period like I she's already like fucked just, you over and she's been nothing but mean to that's you her storyline to stay on the show so she has to just run with it no i think she could say i realized delicious is fake what a scam artist blah blah, blah. she goes i'm realizing like i really can't trust like i'm starting to realize i can't trust her there's like a difference in being like i figured this out and being like i can't believe she's revealing herself to be this several episodes in of delicious being basic we've either seen the two of them barely interact or be mean to each other like there is no context for this friendship that mm-hmm. they're supposed to be selling us crazy in her talking head is like i'm real i and i think new york is real too what you see is what you get which is simultaneously like true and untrue like new york is clearly lying to you but she's not really doing a great job hiding it <laughs> like she's she's if you just like were to actually look like take yourself out of yourself for like a couple seconds crazy and like look at the way Astral New York projection. is looking at you like she you could see that she's like clearly making fun of you. Yes. Clearly. 
But Crazy's just, she seems so focused on everything she talks about and does that she can't recognize anything I think that's else. just kind of her face. Oh. I don't know. She's like a very dramatic, <laughs> she's kind of a dramatic person. So New York says to Crazy that now that she's, you know, a competitor, she's looking at everybody differently. And she goes, now I see that you're not one of the fake ones, which actually kind of manages to be New York's tune through the rest of the episode. Like, even yeah. in her talking heads. She's mm-hmm. kind of like, well, Crazy's an idiot, but like she's not calling her fake anymore. What year did I'm Real come out? JLo and Ja Rule? Yes. Before this. Like... Way before this. Was it? Damn it. I was going to say, think, watch that be the end. I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure that was on the JLo album that came out in 0102. That was on her album? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it was Jennifer Lopez featuring Ja Rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, 2001. Holy shit. Never mind. 2001. Yes, I knew that. And did you know? I think it's I'm Real where <laughs> Jennifer Lopez isn't even singing it. It's actually yes. Monty. We, we were just yep. talking about this uh, two Yesterday. days ago. Because <laughs> I'm not even joking. Oh, we because, uh, because Waiting uh, for Tonight yeah, well, came on. We waiting for Tonight song. came on. And then we were talking about that thread on Twitter. The person who it is, like, occasionally switches their twitter back and forth between private and not private so it's like kind of hard to know if you'll be able to see it but basically every song jlo has had has been stolen from another artist or she's gotten credit for something that they've done and we're i'm not saying every single one is like an exaggeration i mean every single song that she has as a radio hit is either like somebody else like performed it and tried to make it a single and it flopped so jlo sang it or it's not even JLo's voice. Yeah. So See, Shanti that... did a few of JLo's songs. Right. Ain't it funny? Because I was always like, you know, that doesn't was really, really sound a couple? like JLo. Yeah. I'm yeah, real like... and all the Murder Inc. ones. Cause... Yeah, I think most of the Murder Inc. ones were all Ashanti songs. <laughs> wow. And she just she ended up like I think on I'm Real, she does all of the background, the ad libs, and the hook. It's so funny the, because she doesn't the... Ashanti's not the one who says the most important distinct line. And I'm real that JLo could have just avoided a bunch of heat for. Maybe she, Ashanti oh, yeah. did say it. Maybe it is. And that's why now. it's cool. And everyone's like, oh, JLo's like, how, how did we not cut that I out? JLo only did the verses. Yeah, which is the yeah, part apparently she shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, I think she only did the verses. Right. She did. I Like, ironically, you thought you were that's saving yourself by not having to sing. But the part where you DJ said the N word is the part that's going to get you in trouble. Surprise. <laughs> Her DJ song is awesome. I know you said that play last that time. Play that song. Play it. No, J Lo had hits, but like DJ they were just all theft. But none of them were hers. <laughs> right, like all of them were theft. Who was that one for? I don't remember. I I'll remember. have to find. I'll have to find the thread. If I can find uh, the thread and like do a bunch of screenshots, I'll try to do it. But it's it's really something. Like it's. It's not even an exaggeration to say all of her songs. Like it's every single song that you know in the radio was, hits, yep. was somebody else's song. It was just called play. Yeah. So where were we? Oh. It's that New York says too crazy. I'm gonna help you out. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you because I believe that you're genuinely here for him. He told me if anybody's in this house that shouldn't be here, like let him know. And Crazy's like, yeah, I can't. I can't stand to see that man get hurt again. Like, oh, it would just, it would just crush him to be hurt again. And New York is like, New York 
absolutely fucking slayed me. So she's like, didn't you learn your fucking lesson, you idiot? Like, <laughs> you just told me, you're telling me in this conversation that you and Delicious were great friends and she fucked you over. And like, you don't think I'm going to do the same, but twice as hard? <laughs> Literally what she says. Like, de- like almost ver- nearly verbatim. Like, I, like, why are you doing this? Like, you're confessing to me somebody who clearly has never had any intentions to be friends with anybody ever like to your secrets like why would you do that crazy goes in is like on her way inside and she's like yeah you know what i know myself but like once i came here i learned other people better like she really thought she was doing something like she thinks she's fucking beat (laughs) and of course like she comes up to new york and she's like oh thank you i needed this and new york is like making this disgusted face to the camera like like literally she can't even hide like crazy so oblivious (laughs) Flav and Bucky come home from their date and Flav is about to have another one it's his date with boots any excuse to get her in a bathing suit because holy shit her body is like her boobs are gigantic her boobs are gigantic Gigantic. and she's like and she's like not in a well-fitting bathing suit so on purpose probably on her oh 100 as somebody with a similar shape like i don't have the i don't have a butt as big as hers but like i have kind of the same like how she doesn't she has a butt but she doesn't really have hips Mm -hmm. and she's like all boob that's how i'm built so watching that bathing suit top look painful for me and I believe Flav said, because I wrote this quote down too. <laughs> oh, how it's ass booming. And booming, the titties are ready to float in the water like life rafts. So. Like life like <laughs> life rafts. The man loves a hot tub date, especially But I when... thought that was like, okay, from the transition from Bucky's date, they went bowling. Okay, it isn't groundbreaking, but they went somewhere. And Bucky, I mean, Boots really just got. Got a backyard his- date. In a hot tub. <laughs> twice. twice. Her other date was a pool. That's right. He just really wanted to see her in a bathing suit twice. That's what like, it is. He literally was like, what? So did everyone at home, apparently. I mean, <laughs> so did you. I was going to say, not everyone at yes. home. That's not really my ministry. But That's why the producer sat there for a second. They're like, oh my God, look at her boobs. I don't even like, think it was the producers. I feel like Flav was like, where can we go? At, where can we go that she could be in a bathing suit? True. And they would be like. Well, it's nighttime, so nowhere but the backyard. He was like, sounds great. <laughs> Although they had like a little like they had a little like floating table set up, but did you see it like had um like you know, like a candle and like a flower and a vase and whatever. But it had um a full play setting, which does not make sense because it's floating in the pool. Like you're not gonna eat with like a fork and knife on a floating table in a pool. But then also <laughs> just like a tray of fried chicken. Always. When it comes to Flav, it's his favorite food, apparently. He's nothing if not consistent. He says he pictures them on a private beach at sunset, which it's like, wow, that's like really romantic, yeah. you know? And while the sun is going down, he starts making love to her. Gross. I don't want those visuals. She's <laughs> literally almost the same age as your daughter. In his talking head, he's like, it was brutal. Real, real brutal <laughs> i don't get what that it was, was so to beautiful was that like it was a brutal. reference to something like i didn't it is. it's brutally beautiful yeah i just think that's his dialect slave <laughs> slave being slave so he asked his question like his famous question in a unique way 
than he normally asks it. When he's a little bit more direct this time, because normally he's asking some variation of, are you attracted to me? Like, are you actually attracted to me? This time he straight out says, can you see yourself making love to me? Which is pretty gross. <laughs> she goes, yeah. When we're married. Well, yes. <laughs> but like, I was really, at this point, I'm just fixated How on dare you the be fact on that she show. kind of answered. Like, she was like, sure, why not? Like, it was like, yeah. Like, imagine somebody, like, you asking somebody, like, would you want to sleep with me? And they just go, yeah. You know? Not like an enthusiastic yes. That's not an enthusiastic yes. That's like, uh, sure, why not? (laughs) Eh, I guess. I mean, like, if I've got nothing else going on, like, I might as well. Sure. All right. Cool. So, as, as we mentioned, he asks how, and she says when we're married. This is the most dramatic fucking edit. You would think that she said she's got a husband back at home. <laughs> because it's literally a freeze frame and a car crash noise. It was. He is bothered. He's like begging her. Like this is straight up begging. It's pathetic. He's like, I still want to try and make you change your mind. And he's begging And in his talking head, he's like, don't do this to me. You're killing me, which I think is very interesting. Now, this is the moment I mentioned where it's like, I felt like this is the most problematic moment in the show to date, partially because of this. So I am cut back, not at the time of this show, several years earlier. I am in my early teens watching a show called My Wife and Kids. Damon Wayans? Yes. Love that show. There is an episode where the son junior like learns how to masturbate more or less. Like that's like the premise of the episode. And like he stops for a few days and gets like blue balls. I cannot believe this is a plot of a show (laughs) of an episode. It's pretty funny. But like. It was such a, like, traumatic moment of the show. Like, obviously, it's played for laughs. It's not, like, a, yeah. you know, like, after-school special-style dramatic. But, like, I, in this moment, from that moment on, until relatively recently, thought that, like, Blue Balls was, like, I don't want to say life or death. What the fuck do you relatively recently? <laughs> I would say within the last couple years. Holy shit. That it was like a thing that could send you to the hospital. And you know what? You know how I know that I, you know how I unlearned this? Because I was reading on like Twitter and hearing in podcasts that a lot of other women don't know that it's not, like, it's obviously painful, but that it's not. Yeah, but like the way they it's not play like it I'm gonna go show. to the hospital and die. It's yeah, like, yeah I'm like I thought it was like you had to go to the hospital while. type no. of thing. Oh my God. I know this is sounding really ignorant. But all of this to say, like, this is this same point in time where I'm getting these messages. Young women are getting these messages reinforced to them that if you don't satisfy a man, like, you are putting him in physical danger. And she is not that much older than I was at this point. I know, but... We don't know. We don't get those lessons. We we were having so for those of you who don't know, and I brought this up before. Mike and I went to the same high school. I'm we were talking relatively recently about how the extent of our sex ed was: these are STDs. Don't get them. Wear a condom. 
That's the extent of it. Check Nobody, there was not comprehensive. Like, and we live in like a pretty liberal months. area. It's not like we lived in some like Bible thumping area yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like super, you know, like abstinence focused. Yeah. We just didn't no, get they were comprehensive. Cool. Said, be safe. We didn't get comprehensive sex education. So mm, interesting. So all of this to say, like, if you're telling not just this girl, but the audience, like, I might be over dramatizing this a little bit, but like the blue balls thing is opposed to I this. I swear to God, I didn't yeah. fucking know. No, I literally didn't right. know. I just wow. Well, because you're making it sound like how did you not know? Because nobody no, told me. No, it's more of that in compared to this. So, but what I'm saying is, she's not that much older than me. She is. I mean, if she thinks that like bending over for your friends for your man's friends is an appropriate way to show them a good time, like clearly she's like a little bit lacking in some you know, relationship-based areas. True. <laughs> so he's, like, freaking out, and he's, like, in his talking head, he's, like, don't do this to me. You're killing me. He actually asks if she's a virgin, and she says no. He clarifies, like, so you're just somebody who, like, wants to, decided to, like, remain celibate until they're married. And she's, like, yeah. So Boots is, like, I hope Flav- Do you think that's real, or do you think it's because she doesn't want to sleep with Flav? She didn't want to sleep with Flav. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I mean, I think that she'd be. I think that it's probably She's there true. To win I the think game. that I think that some women, myself included, in their twenties, you go through this phase, and you're like, I'm not necessarily until marriage, but it's like I'm not gonna let another guy use me for sex, and I'm gonna wait until marriage. But it just has to be the right person to come around to be like, don't wait till marriage. And it's like, okay, oh my <laughs> you God. know, I don't just mean me. I have plenty of friends that did this. <laughs> I had plenty of friends who were like, fuck it. Like, I'm not, I'm not having sex anymore. And then, like, the, 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 the SpongeBob narrator came in and said, three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah. So I yes. think, I think she definitely, basically, I think that it's a little bit of both. Like, I think that she probably wasn't trying to, like, sleep with anybody, but I think that she definitely wasn't yeah. going to break that. What I thought, blade. yeah, because the really effed up stuff is right after, when he just really starts going, like, come on, change your mind, so change this your is mind. Really and disgusting. it's like, bro, this like, is, come on. This is what I'm saying is, like, makes it, like, the most problematic because she's like, I hope he respects my decision. I think he has because he told me he has, but he gets kind of upset saying I was killing him. And he's basically just goes into full it's like a teenage boy it's like it's yeah full manipulation mode at this point which is especially ridiculous given everything. he's like, like come on come on All he's right, like in his Bye. mid to late 40s so he's like oh just like i can break hearts on this show like my heart can get broken too and she's like like come on like yeah. i didn't break your heart me not being able to touch your boobs that broke my heart <laughs> like how disgusting and manipulative like i just it's fucked up it's like this just was so gross to me and you know well i'll save it but he basically at this point decides to end the date yeah yep. like because she kind of doesn't really go along with the conversation he decides to end the date he says to her like i think i'm gonna call it a night i'm gonna go up to my room and take a shower because you got me shower. fucked up yeah like he's like because yeah. you got me fucked up and he goes in his talking head he's like i'm gonna get married one day but not right now like i want somebody i can kick it like i want somebody i can fuck in the present kick it with right now let's use his terms yeah kick it with right now sure and he literally even as they're walking back in the house like he's literally whining to her like please 
Like, what a little bitch. I can't fucking stand him. Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, the host of the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. If you're here for honest, candid conversations about sex, love, relationships, pop culture, feminism, and a whole lot of other shit, then subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. Are you on social? You can find us there too, at The Booney Breakdown on Facebook and Instagram. Go ahead and follow, and let's get ready to break it down. Well, Flav wakes up in the morning, and he goes looking for delicious. Gross. Why? He literally climbed in bed with her. It's, yes. He climbed into bed with her. That little tiny ass twin bed. Gross. Which is hilarious. It's more just like, you could tell that he's still like, because he he's like, I mean, it was pretty obvious that he was going around trying to be like, who could I fuck here? Like in the house in general. But then especially given that it's back to back with Boots saying like, I won't fool around with you. Yeah. To immediately go around and be like, well, she's been willing to let me touch her before. Like make up for lost time she's also the next date though i know but like he didn't go out of his way to spend time with anybody else before their date this is what we were saying before like he didn't go out of his way to spend time with anybody else before their dates he just climbs into bed with her because he's probably still got some bullshit version of blue balls from you know the day before well it's not the night before necessarily how it goes but it is funny here that New York is laying in the bed right next to them. And then you see fucking Delicious like stroking his butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was weird. I mean, I liked weird, how but... I was wondering though, was uh, New York pretending to be asleep or was she really asleep? Because she never really opened her eyes. They zoomed in and the blanket was like over her head. You just saw her face. So. That's like my roommate's got a friend over. I'm just gonna like yeah, like, like I was like will myself doing? into sleep type of situation. The ladies come downstairs and they get another flavogram for some reason, just to announce to everyone that Delicious is getting a date. And she <laughs> she won't be the only one there with lovely lady humps. I meant to look up when my humps came out, but I after forgot. This. Definitely. No, after that's that. what. No, this was the reference. That's what I assumed the reference was. Hold on. Now I'm going to look it up. What's going to do? My humps came that? out in 2005, so it's before. Wow. Oh, wow. Yes, timely reference. All that ass inside that bed. Ew. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stroke your butt. I know. She's got enough that ass for the funny. both of them, honestly. Yes. That Very much so. I'm going to say I'm going to stroke your butt because she was stroking his butt. I, I understood. Thank you. <laughs> delicious runs upstairs and she's like giggling like oh like we're so excited to for him to, to start freshening up and new york is not having it new york literally decides in this moment like fuck it i'm gonna get my screen time like in the past this is when season one new york would have gone to flave and started crying and been like i can't believe you're not taking me out on a date nope she's like new strategy new season new me I'm just going to fuck with delicious. So and New York comes up in behind her in the bathroom and basically is just like, I just think it's funny how, <laughs> and then they just launch into like, a she starts calling out all the girls argument. now. It's like, but it's, it's like a bullshit a- argument. New York did exactly what she was trying to do. New York went in and she was really trying to like, distract her i guess from her date and get her fucking riled up yeah and... i know but she literally was just saying gibber like she's basically just like um, you're, you're the girls ugly and... but again it worked like exactly delicious, I mean, 
Delicious didn't ignore her. She literally played right into it. I mean, she, she did. Got mad. But she kind of didn't really like she, like I think New York's intention was for her to carry it into the date. Oh yeah. And she didn't. I'm sure. I thought either her intention was to do that or to like fight her and get disqualified. So yes, get her to get physical. But <laughs> Delicious yeah. ain't backing down. Delicious gets in her face. She no, picked a fight that, with somebody's bigger too. Her best line. She was like, I'm a fucking lady. <laughs> that, yeah. Like, As she's, she's like, screaming at her. Right. Delicious is like, well, I think that came into like, probably as New York points out several times, like New York's, I mean, uh, Delicious has like a mustache. So like, I don't know if it was just, especially because like, she's bigger than her. And like, New York is like, clings to like femininity as just being small and frail. But it is interesting that, like, as they're arguing, and New York instigated, but, like, Delicious is, like, getting in her face, and New York is backing up. Yeah, of course. I was, well, well, she, she also... Because she, she knows Delicious well. could, like, whoop her ass. Exactly. But not, oh, like... Sure. <laughs> not in terms of, like, in terms of... If they were evenly matched size-wise, I don't know how it would go, but because Delicious is bigger than New York, and New York is, like, a princess who's, like, never touched anything remotely heavy a day in her life that like she's like no she'll snap me like but then the show's real mvp shows up i know mike's favorite yes. guy i love big rick big, big rick, rick is the man big I rick <laughs> he was so tired at the end <laughs> he, he literally like wiped sweat off his brow like, oh, well all right you know like yeah, like totally done. <laughs> oh, this could have been a this, fucking iconic line. What a man never fucked me and then yeah. Left. Yeah. Ooh, See, here's my thing: is like I don't line. totally buy that. Why? Maybe she left them. Well, like because <laughs> that was the thing. Because I wow. was doing some googling. You're so I was. You're a okay, Sony. no, that's not. Hold on. No I'm more blue my, balls. I'm getting to my point. She does specifically say the next day. Well, that's true. She does specify the next day, and I think that's And based on the way the show went, they did it, and then the next day was eliminations. Well, no. Well, that was, yeah, because, like, that was when she, New York brought up, right? So she so was, that was like specific the final last and time. technical by say, and literal by saying, like, the next day. Yeah. That is, I guess, an important decision. Delicious is pretty much like, yeah, I hung, hung on to him for a couple days. I was, like, cracking up during this part, though, because Big Rick, like, is like, all right, New York, leave. Like, Delicious, get finish getting ready for your date. Yeah, and New York's man. like, wait, I got a question. And Delicious is like, fine, let her ask her fucking question. And Del New York goes, did I or did I not fuck up your date? And literally skips off. I wrote down, like. <laughs> Through the curtains. <laughs> like, literally, like, literally out of the curtains. And she's, like, skipping away, like, Dee Dee out of Dexter's lab. Like she just like literally like tee hee heeing her way out of the out of I was gonna say out of the lab out of the out of the room. I'm a late dude so much. It was hysterical though watching Big Rick like literally wipe sweat off his brow. So Flav is headed down the stairs in a paisley vest with rope trim, some kind of turban looking thing. And tells her that he's taking her on some kind of exotic date. They're making out loudly in the limo. I want to die. They're making out very uncomfortably. There's no comfortable way to make out with Flavor Flav. The lines here are pretty funny, though. Well, so he asks her again with his insecurity question. He goes, are you, you sure I ain't too small for you? And she's like, oh, I like you just the way you are. And she says that he You're looks You're my hot. boy wonder. Chocolate, Chocolate boy, boy wonder. Mm -hmm. 
and he he is like frozen in this moment this was great because she's like and am i too thick for you which we is fucking stupid because we know that that's the thing he likes best about you like let's be honest he's like not even hearing her and he goes well i can be your chocolate man wonder Wonder. It's like he just like was like, well, I can be your chocolate. How about I'm your chocolate man wonder? And it's like, you're ridiculous. He's also holding a CD in this scene. It was probably Crazy's demo. That's, that's, I was honestly like thinking about Yeah, let's listen to this shit as we ride over. Shit's, (laughs) shit's fire. I mean, the way they have the, the way they have the producers like probing him during their dates, like. Isn't there a TV show now called Crazy Delicious? There is! Is that Action Bron? Not Action. That, yeah, I think that was Action Bronson show, right? No, like that's it. fuck. That's delicious. Fuck that's delicious. There's another crazy delicious. There's ugly delicious, which is on Netflix. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. Hold yes, on. thank you. I need to know this now. All we know is, f- and his name is Flavor. Crazy delicious flavor. <laughs> the threesome none of us want. Yeah, it's a show on the Travel Channel. Apparently. Yeah. Or was might oh, still no. be. Oh no, it's still running. Okay, good. I don't really know the premise though. All right. Well, anyway, he ends up bringing her out to a beach, and we see that there is a camel, which I thought was very cool. Like, um, talk about like. Well, see that I, I, I just like the disparity in these dates. Just that's made right. It, just made it very clear who he liked. I mean. Okay. He- took one to a bowling alley took the other to a backyard and brought one to the beach to go camel riding to their private tent <laughs> like I mean, one of these things is not like the other like, like could you, not at all like you're not even trying to not play favorite maybe it was a bonus incentive because <laughs> she was like the leader of everything because he likes her the best oh, that's true. yeah he just likes her like the disparity was Part Quite of me, laughable. Part of me wonders that if if Delicious had been one of the people in the box, had he would he have then tried to do two dates? If she wasn't oh, the leader, yeah. maybe. Okay, so here's okay. Now I have a theory about what happened. Uh-oh. Okay, because he wanted to take Delicious on the friggin' camel date, right? So he assumed that there could be a chance that Delicious could be one of the people. Delicious, well, or Crazy could end up being one of the people, like, or the two in the box, like, let's say, hypothetically, because they're the two that are, like, the most hated, and he knows that they're the ones that he likes the best. So he's got these two dates, right? That's why that's why Boots ended up in the backyard, because he wanted to take out one of the, or, like, Bucky would have ended up in the box. Like, basically, like, I think that he wanted it to, turn out a certain way that it didn't turn out so he mm. ended up like being like change of plans i'm doing the three who weren't put in the box because like we were all thinking to ourselves That's it doesn't make any sense in. it doesn't make any sense why he had first of all two kind of outside dates and one shitty in like at the house date and two like why he was trying to choose why they were trying to choose two people that Perhaps. for like basically no reason. So all of this to say he like threw a wrench at everything, and that's why there are two outside dates and one. But like bowling is so fucking random in comparison. Yeah, I just I just think he just wanted to impress delicious. So they take a 
camel ride to this tent yes. in the desert and like there's a belly the dancer usual. there champagne strawberries well, yeah. he says he's laying down like they're going to lay down and he's like i feel like sinbad or alibaba which then made me revisit like i was like oh my god does he believe in the mandela effect thing where sinbad the comedian played a genie in this movie that i distinctly remember but does not exist but apparently doesn't exist yes yeah because i wrote that down too he said flavor baba and i was like is that racist (laughs) well i mean a lot of this is for like he's been he's been like so racist throughout this show i do believe in the effect though I do, I do believe in the Mandela effect. The Mandela effect, I kind of buy into it too because it's real as fuck. All that shit going on. The Berenstein Bears is the one that did it for me because I remember it one way and apparently the way that yeah. I remember distinctly remembering that's so weird that it's Berenstain, not Berenstein. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't believe that. It's all that shit they're doing (laughs) at CERN. I don't get They're it. They're crashing all these fucking particles, which is opening oh up God, the interdimensional. I've been listening to a lot he of conspiracy only stuff to, like, recently. Conspiracy podcasts now. We should within like the past, yeah, within the last couple of days, I've really gotten into them. But it's true. I believe in that. Not everything, obviously, but there's some of that shit. But then I realized Jericho's podcast did a good one too. Then I realized the Sinbad. He's probably referencing no, like Sinbad the pirate. The pirate. Yeah, yeah. He's based out of the Middle East, but yes. I was like. For one second, I was like, tell me he saw this movie, too. No. We could have had additional evidence. He's not a house guest. We could have known. We could have. I don't know. He says he's Flav Baba. That's all I know. There's a lot of crazy shit with the Mandela effect, though. I know. There's a lot. There's a lot. The Luke. uh, Well, at this point, fuck anyone if it's a spoiler. It's uh, what you call it from Star Wars. The 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 Luke I am your father thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's that. There's uh. Well, there's the thing it's named after, which is people are there's, convinced that no, we are Mandela the champions. Died. Oh yeah, we are the champions is another. Where the end of the song, instead of saying like we are the champions, he, people believe he said of the world yeah. to end it. Yeah. And now when you listen to it, it just it says that we are it. the champions. It fades. And as a kid growing up, I know for a fact it said of the world. I know because where 100%. would we have all gotten? Why would we from? all just say it? Yes. <laughs> I mean, granted, I, but yes. then it's like, why do we all know to do ba 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 in yeah. the middle of Sweet Caroline? Nobody knows. Aliens and science have erased everything. I know. Hmm. What now? Um, <laughs> if you think of, oh my God, uh, Publisher Clearinghouse, the one that gave out the yeah, checks. Yeah. Back in the day, who was like the face? Who was the guy that went to the houses and like gave them the checks and oh, did all that shit? There, there was a guy though. Ed right? McMahon. Yes, it was. Yeah. See, there you go. That's Mandela effect. Ed McMahon had nothing to do with it ever, but everyone, including me as a kid, everyone remembers Ed McMahon being the guy who went. And don't get me wrong, there might be a guy that looks exactly like him that was not Ed McMahon that handed out stuff, well, but I, like I, I could have swore it was him. Like Pat McMahon or something like that. Vince. Vince McMahon. No. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Our this check is good reference. shit. Everything's good shit enough. to Vince. That there was a go. pretty solid time. Here comes the money. He could no. show up like Shane McMahon. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. All right, that would make more sense. Yeah, that'd be so. great. Dollar, dollar. So Sorry, we got to keep moving through this. <laughs> Too many sidetracks. So We pretty much just got to having him, a nice date. Like, like, about honestly, crazy I now, tried yeah. to like zone out because like the two of them are gross together. And they keep cutting to the camel, which was like sweet relief. That was pretty funny. 
She tells him that if they have to separate for whatever reason, that she wants him to be happy and know the real from the fake. So obviously that's a setup to talk about crazy. He's like, you guys were closer than fucking Batman and Robin. Like, what happened? He doesn't know what's going on in the house. There was not enough time for them to be that close. Like, this is all just a lie. Delicious then starts throwing crazy under the bus, saying she didn't care if she stayed or went, just as long as she had the chance to be heard singing. Delicious in her talking head has the audacity to go, Honestly, I didn't want to say anything, but he needs to know. Wasn't that like Regina George's line in in <laughs> where she was like, oh, I didn't want to have to do this. Like, or something like when she brings the, when she finds the burn book. I'm totally making this up. I guess. But either way, just the idea of like, I didn't want to have to do this, but like I was left with no choice. So Delicious tells him that once Crazy realized though that Flay was into her, Crazy figured she could use that to her advantage and just decided to play into it to stay. She then says that she hopes the falling out doesn't affect how he feels about her. And he's more or less like, why would I care? Like, why would I care about a fight between you guys in the house? Like, I don't Nothing matters except Flay's relationship with each individual woman. I mean, well, he asked, so she has a reason to think that he would care. But, you know, what are what's logic? at this point Flav wraps it up in his talking head by saying he's really into her blah 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 she's a keeper but back at the house new york and crazy again fucking bosom buddies are sitting on the balcony talking about how they want delicious out new york again in her talking head is on the same bullshit crazy's so clueless she thinks that we're friends she forgets that like which is a good point new york's like she forgets that literally just like two days ago, I was ready. Like if, if the decisions had been left up to me the day of the photo shoot, like crazy would have been gone, which I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot okay. about that part. Like good point. They then kind of move on to good uh, boots and Bucky being delicious's henchmen. Yes. And New York goes called? into the this entourage? weird. Yeah, well, entourage. Yep. yeah. But then like New York slips into this weird, like, joking slave dialect like which like i had to i like laughed a little bit just because i was so shook that she like had the audacity to do it (laughs) where she like goes full yes massa like to pretend to be them and it's like oh my god like what are you doing it was funny, but it was like, oh, girl, like caught me off guard. But then Crazy does the wrong thing. So Crazy is like, name. so Bucky seems to be like sitting kind of nearby where they're having this discussion and can see them talking and is kind of waiting for the right moment to strike. So finally, her name gets brought up where Crazy saying Bucky brought her picture, which is a very good point. Like she came and the first day she was like, here's my modeling photo on a picture on this clock that I'm going to give you. She's like, so anyway, so Bucky's picture and Bucky comes out like, Bucky what now? Mm-hmm. Crazy looks at her and goes, so anyway, looks at her, looks back at New York and goes, so anyway, Bucky walks in the room and and like, it's great because it's kind of of the logic of like, if you're going to talk shit about somebody, it should be something you'd be willing to say to their face. But it's also like <laughs> Crazy's more or less telling her, like, stop interrupting my conversation. Huh? So I was like kind of a flex. That's talking impressed. to you, talking to her. It's like you're not right, you're not gonna interrupt the conversation I'm having with my friend. Love it. You're a very honest and true friend. They end up in each other's faces, but it's 
did you guys notice too that like in their talking heads they're both kind of like oh i didn't think she would escalate it like this i you don't think oh, like in their talking heads My like they were both kind of like oh well did, like would, yeah. she doesn't normally like oh i'm surprised she like stood up like i, did. I don't know because then he oh well that's happening oh, no. well so <laughs> it comes a little bit crazy's like kind of in bucky's face and it's kind of some of the shit that new york was saying earlier just like oh you're just following them around like oh yes delicious yes delicious like blah 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 and as crazy is walking by her she kind of bumps her bucky i will like don't touch me and like pushes her a little bit i will say that in this case where if someone looked at it and said who technically touch like if you like kind of bump shoulders to do whatever okay whatever i'm not gonna say someone touched someone first but crazy technically did touch her first oh yeah that's totally crazy totally escalated it wasn't it wasn't a shove or a push but her hand did it was it was a a passive aggressive way it was a a deliberate like hit hey i'm gonna stir your shit up right now by lightly tapping you yep that's what it was so they're in each other's faces and finally crazy kind of does like a light shove to be like get off me now mind you they're doing this on the balcony outside of the yeah. ladies. Just picture where New York's always smoking. Where New York is always yes. smoking. <laughs> there is a balcony, like a rail, a metal railing. Maybe about hip hop. Broad iron railing. Crazy's back is to the railing, and Bucky's back is to the door. Crazy kind of pushes Bucky to be like, don't touch me. And Bucky's like, oh, word, like we're pushing each other now. And pushes her way harder into the balcony. It was a shove. It was nice. It was like a, it was a deliberate. It could have went bad. It could have went very bad. And the thing is, you can tell that like her intention was not to like scare her that much. Like no, her intention was to be like, yo, I'm a little stronger than you. If it had happened, right? If it had happened inside, she would have come with that same energy. Exactly. It just like she wasn't thinking about like, okay, if I push her hard enough. She could like go over the edge. (laughs) She could literally die. Like, and God forbid, like, thank God this rent a mansion has good enough, like, wrought iron banisters. Because, like, let's say one of those things was loose. Like, she could have fallen and she could have died, or at least her. It needs to be stable because New York's always leaning on it in season one. That's true. In her see through negligee. Even at this point, like New York is starting. New York, who was sitting out but there it, with them, obviously got kind of freaked out. And I was like, but at first, it was like she was pretending to break them up. <laughs> yeah, no, it yes. was very no, like the bare no. minimum. Like, please stop. I, I'm yeah. doing and this then with she, my arm. She was like, wait, wait. <laughs> like, oh my god, wait, her, no. Yeah. Like, this was an actual shove. Like, this was a legitimate. By God, you know. she killed me. By God, she got a family. So. As God is my witness, so she is broken in half. So they kind of turn sideways so it doesn't happen again, more yes. or less. But then Crazy ends up pushing her again, only for Delicious to push her harder. And Crazy kind of falls. Uh, Bucky. Uh, oh, my God. Sorry. Doing this the wrong way. So Crazy pushes Bucky. Bucky pushes her back. And Crazy falls into, like, onto, like, a chair. Like, into a chair behind her and this is when like our producer jumps in and is straight up like no we're not doing this like no you gotta stop it at some point the the point should have been like when she almost pushed her off the balcony like that the fact that it was allowed to continue beyond that is genuinely surprising crazy is 
way calmer than I would have been at this point. First of all, already like in a fight situation, your adrenaline is going nuts. But then to have somebody push you in a situation where you could have fallen down far onto concrete, like your adrenaline of almost dying, almost being very injured is like enough to like you would think that she would have turned into like how new york did when uh pumpkin spat in her face and been like you're seeing red like clawing at her (laughs) face and that would have been totally understandable like you almost tried to fucking kill me bucky goes back inside crazy like sits back down and has a cigarette like everything was fine and then this is when they come back from the well new york new york is like you know, like, one of you guys is going to have to go home. At this point, yeah. But he's kind of like, I don't know who started it, which is New York's way of saying, like, don't necessarily expect me to help you if shit goes sideways. Exactly. Like, if he's ready to send you home, I'm not going to go out of my way to defend you. Crazy then is like, I know New York's not here to make friends, so I'm still going to watch everything that I say. Like, how's that working out for you so far? Like, (laughs) how's that going for you so far? You literally almost died because she got you riled up. But, like, yeah, go ahead. Keep talking to her. Delicious and Flav come back from their date. Like, that that was the end of the conversation where they were like, oh, they've been gone a long time. They come back from their date. And then literally Boots and Bucky are like, I don't know where Flav went. But, like, Boots and Bucky are standing at the top of the stairs, like, pacing. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, girl, the tea. Delicious is like, who pushed you? Like, I, I, I think that she probably because they kept going. She pushed her. She like, she yeah. pushed her. He pushed her. Like uh, about Bucky or I yeah. pushed her, and she goes, "Wait, who pushed? Who pushed who?" And they finally go crazy, which I think she probably in her mind was like, "Oh, New York started some shit." True, that would be the first. That instinct. would be that would be more plausible if you were to assume Been one out crazy. of the two of them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the irony. She right? would be the first. Delicious says that she's pissed and she's not going to stand for it, which is interesting because it's like this whole time you're like, I'm not here to make friends. This is a competition. But suddenly now you're so ready to defend this girl's honor. Bucky, though, changes her tune a little bit from what was going on in the talking heads and what she ultimately says later. She's telling Delicious, oh, crazy was talking shit about you. And that's why when I came out to be like, oh, Delicious isn't here to defend herself. So I don't know if that was like a conscious choice to get Delicious riled up. I mean, she could have been talking shit about her too. From what I mean, she, she was, was listening but that in, wasn't for, the thing. she was that listening the... in until she said her name and then she stepped in. Yeah. So she might have been talking shit about Delicious. Yeah, but, and then she, but heard she makes Bucky it sound and... like she makes it like she went out and said Delicious isn't here to defend herself. Yeah, that's true. Like she's standing up for her friend when in reality <laughs> was it wasn't until they started talking about her directly that she decided that she went court. out there, yeah. Right, that she could be bothered to go outside. Boots at this point is like also cuz give her any opportunity to start arguing with somebody she'll fucking Damn take right. it. She's like, "Oh word, you said something about me too." And like crazy calls her a hoe again. It's like the same back and forth. This is such a weird, like, response, which is, like, Crazy calls Boots a hoe, and Boots goes, you wish I was. Girl, what? But why? Isn't she the one that also wanted to have sex in front of an audience? No, that was Bucky. Oh, that was Bucky. <laughs> Never mind. But this, I mean, it all falls back into that, like, slut-shamey umbrella. Yes. But this also leads into my iconic line of the week. <laughs> like i mean Wonderful. that i feel like is how most people approach sex work 
like your no, you intention is to be, you know, if you're if you're going into sex work from like some other kind of line of work, say it to being... yourself every day. That's how people should start their days. You that know what? That... If I was a sex worker, I'd be a fucking top dollar one. Yeah. <laughs> you're damn right. Yeah. Man, like, woman. Like a manifestation in doing. the mirror, like right, whatever your identity is. Put like, in the universe. In the mirror, like I'm a top dollar hoe. Then you go on your way for the day, walking with confidence. Yeah. That's what it's about. I mean, in capitalism, we're all we're all hoes for capitalism. Now we all want to be top dollar hoes. Yeah. We all, <laughs> isn't that just what cap like what it's like, the American dream? What, like right, what what that's the American dream is TDH. to be a top dollar hoe for capitalism. TDH. That's a t-shirt idea. No, it's not. Why? <laughs> TDH, just T period, T period, H period. <laughs> people like, what the hell's a TDH? Be like, yo, I'm a top dollar hoe. No, who's gonna? People would. Are you shitting me? People, people would, would totally wear it. Thank you. Oh I would. God. If people said, "What does that mean?" It'd be just a top dollar hoe. Like, what? Tweet us right, right on Instagram. Tell us if you'd wear a top dollar hoe. I'll get that shit out there TDH. within like a day of this episode airing if, if we get like don't. even just five replies about it That's, i'll get that you'd shit actually ready. Buy it and you have to actually commit to buying it like fuck gonna i'm gonna buy you one to that we're gonna get see spring going yeah I'm no gonna, damn right we i i'll keep it I, well it's it, being worked up we have it yeah right we have a teespring in the works anybody gives yes. a shit there's um, many designs being discussed as opposed to just like a basic logo Oh, which reminds me, I need to go over those other ones with you. I have some very, very fucking great ideas. Wow, that's high praise for yourself. Well, I am a top dollar hoe. Okay, anyway. Blave <laughs> comes in, and in his talking head, he's like, you know me, I have to be nosy. Hor, 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 hor. <laughs> Might as well call me Pinocchio. Right. So... He's like, oh, it's got to be peace and tranquil. It's got to be about peace and tranquility around me, which seems contradictory to everything he said so far this week. So as the ladies are arguing, it's still the same bullshit. Like, I literally didn't even write it down because they're just going over the same thing. Crazy's fake. Boots is a hoe. Delicious is full of shit. Like, whatever. He just starts making out with New York. Yeah, and then they were like cuddled up while the girls were fighting. Yeah, and I think for me, this is the scene that turned me off. Was because like once he did that and they finished fighting, then he just walked over and started tonguing down Bucky. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's so disgusting. That's what, just as a human being in general, man, woman, you know, however you identify sexually, whatever it is, gender wise, it's not sexually, sexuality and gender. Well, that's what I mean. Things. If you're if you're gender identity however you identify in terms of your gender but that also includes homosexuality no No. i meant it as like gender are two different things jesus christ no he's a work in progress yes i am sorry i'm accepting of all it's just one of those where i'm trying to learn still he's learning that's but no i mean it as whether it's a you know a guy hooking up with a guy girl whatever whatever right whatever your whatever gender or like whatever if you, you were in. going for someone say you're in this case you're one of the girls or say it's like bachelorette it's a girl's guy whatever the hell it is no matter what you're doing yes. whoever it is dating right. whoever it's one of those where like going in for that hookup right after someone repulsive. doesn't matter who what it's disgusting absolutely repulsive like are you fucking kidding oh, it's gross it is really and i'm not like even like a germ person like that but like it's like on it's not even just a like, germ tongue to tongue. it's like yo you literally just looked at someone and said wow they were just hooking up with her 
for like a good <laughs> 30 seconds and then they walk to me and just and tongue yeah, yeah. right, I, right I out just, of there and, and now it. you just taste like a fucking ashtray because it's new york so she was smoking smoking this whole time too and i did laugh though because like she while like i cigarettes. don't necessarily like whore being used as a pejorative Hooray. new york is like all these girls are fighting over the drama that i created and duh you stupid ass horrors like i'm yeah. sitting here with like <laughs> just like the way she said it was so perfect yeah. like you stupid ass horrors like just Who what an icon of like problematic fave so he starts going over and kissing bucky which is disgusting he asks crazy how he's once he's done making out with bucky he asks bucky yeah no that's right i was thinking yes. buck wild for a second which is like miss you <laughs> <laughs> crazy he asked crazy how she's doing and she's like oh i'm fine bucky's like no you're not stop crying like you're so mad about the fight whatever and bucky's like so basically it comes out that they got into this fight not the full extent of it but just the idea that there was a fight that went down bucky is like you look like a you're like a dumbass like you're sitting here confiding in new york when she's just gonna fucking throw you under the bus the first chance she gets yep and crazy's like New York is the realest one here. Here, with her, she, says it, she says it with her fucking chest too. Like she's like so, she's so confident. That, yep, right. And the other ladies are cracking up, and Bucky's like, "Well, you're just getting yourself sent home." So like, Godspeed, you know. <laughs> yes. Bucky like is the only one smart enough apparently at this point to see through New York's plan of like she's only being nice to you because she wants you to give her information all that jazz it is actually elimination time at this point we're finally getting there yeah finally Wait. at elimination yes, no, you're right. crazy says this is the most nervous she's been so far and says and we see her like saying that she is packing her things she packed her things she packed her things you never know Boots says she's nervous because she told slave she wanted to be celibate so she also has her bags packed Bucky is nervous as well, but seemingly less nervous than the other two because she's like, I don't know, like, if the, basically just like, I don't know what's going to happen. New York, I like, they're all getting ready. And we think that, like, elimination is about to happen. But then we see a scene of Flav in his pajamas. And he pulls New York aside in her full, you know, elimination get up. And he needs the lowdown of the fight because he knew that she was there. This, I was kind of surprised the way the conversation went. I don't know if anybody else felt the same. That she kind of starts out going like, listen, I don't know who started it. I was just sitting there minding my business, whatever. She goes, but I was actually at a point where I was in fear for Crazy's life. Which, as much as I love New York, that I wouldn't necessarily say like compassion for other human lives was her strong suit in this point in her life. I was very proud that she, like, was genuinely concerned for crazy safety. Yes. Now, how much of that is motivated by, like, if this girl dies, I won't have anybody in the house to talk to and the show will be over. You know, like, I don't know how much of it was that, but I'm just going to be optimistic and assume that she was genuinely concerned that another human being was in danger. I mean, she even said it right off the bat when it first happened, too, if I'm not mistaken. She did. She did. Like, holy shit, like, that girl almost pushed that girl off the balcony. She almost killed her. Da, da, da. Like, it's not about who did what first. It's the fact that that's how far it escalated. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess she's probably not super proud of herself. Like, because as much as she's like, oh, these women got into a fight because I stirred the pot, she probably is, like, not proud if it would have escalated to that point of being straight up dangerous. Yeah. The ladies are all down for elimination time. He's saying, oh, there's fewer of you. It's getting harder, blah, blah, blah. Like, saying, basically trying to avoid responsibility for hurting anybody's feelings. The very first clock goes to New York. Not Not surprising at all. Not surprising. Was expecting that. The second clock goes to Delicious. Also not surprising. New York, well, obviously, right? New York says is talking about her mustache that's thicker than thicker than flames. She said with her mustache and her shit stained eye. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Getting angry. Oh, she's, she's creating good TV though. That's what it's about. The best TV. So she goes, uh, her her with her mustache and her shit stained eye have to go. Of course, as per usual, the dehumanization begins. Three bodies, two clocks. He says this is based on strength. He gives it two boots. The fact that she's holding her ground and, you know, he loves that about her, but we'll see how his tune changes. Exactly. Like, he loves that she's holding her ground now, but... Give it a week. The fact that she's still (laughs) not trying to fuck you conveniently might work against her later on. What a surprise. (laughs) <laughs> right exactly for now it's a challenge and plus like this is like not the first time this has happened where somebody has told him they're not interested in sleeping with him right away and he's obviously very disturbed by it but doesn't kick them off that week but coincidentally kicks them off the following week mm-hmm. so and i know who the final three are and boots is not one of them so <laughs> yeah so one clock, two bodies, his words, not mine. And Big Rick did the hand gestures when he was. <laughs> what? Oh, he, yeah. Da, he did he? Like, oh, I missed yeah. that. He, he oh, my like, God. like two clocks, one body. But he did like something with his finger. He's so <laughs> funny. I love him. Even though I like don't co-sign the message. But <laughs> he tells them basically that they're in the bottom two because he knows about the fight. Delicious says she has concern for her girl. She's like, even though she may have started the fight, like yeah. this, like basically she, what she's saying is like, fuck, my friend is going to go home. Like she fucked this up for herself. She goes, if she gets sent home, she doesn't deserve it. Um, I mean, she almost killed someone. So she <laughs> kind of does. Yes. New York actually, at this point, he says what he knows scared him. So Bucky has to go home. This was this was just whatever. Like that part is like fine. I get it. Makes sense. But New York goes. Flav always makes the right decision, <laughs> which is like funny because for of all people to say, of all people to make that statement, it should not be. Like, does he? <laughs> I mean, he makes Did a lot of terrible. <laughs> exactly that part in particular. That part, the part where it's like, remember how he brought you back because he didn't choose you last time. And then the girl that he chose, like, realized she had to have sex with him and wasn't interested in that at all. (laughs) Crazy is smiling in the background as Bucky is, like, saying her goodbyes. 
Flav is still grabbing Bucky's butt as he's hugging her, and Big Rick is laughing about yeah, it. Big Rick was laughing. Oh, is yeah. Genuinely, <laughs> how do you not? That's like ridiculous. Like, come on. So, Bucky is choked up in her talking head on you know outside, and she's like, "I hope he finds the right woman, but that that woman is not crazy." Not <laughs> sure. Right. Right. Hopefully, don't wait. Don't ever come back to me again. So New York is going on and on again about how stupid crazy is and how she almost feels bad playing her. Well, it's like now that she almost died, you feel kind of bad. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a, just <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of a little bit, Flay forced him out on the carpet, disgustingly, and he does this thing. I don't know if he's always done this or if it's like a recent thing, but he just goes crowd around your man. I hate that. I wrote it down because when he said it, I, I was like. I can't remember. I can't remember the last time I watched an episode, but I was like, really? He's like, come crowd around your man. And they all come running over. And I was oh, like, <laughs> it's so fucking culty. Like, I guess, so especially terrible. because we're watching this in like a post surviving R. Kelly world, you know? Yeah. That it's like, it's got an extra ickiness to it. So New York kind of identifies her pecking order. She's like, blah, 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 crazy, stupid. I'm going to take out her dumbass first, then delicious, then Boots, which I was kind of surprised that she thinks it's going to be her and Boots in the final two. Yeah, that was, she's delusional. That's her delusion. Right. That's, that's <laughs> the way her delusion is set up. That's just right. her way to throw all of us off. <laughs> I, well, I mean, we all have, like, we all can witness what's occurring between him and delicious. Like, it's, he's not even attempting to be subtle about it. True. The post credit scene, courtesy of 2BTV.com, is Flav walking around, holding hands with boots, but they he walks past Crazy. He's like, oh, how you doing, Crazy? And she's like, I'm good. And then they just start making out so loud that I'm actually, like, Mike happened to walk in the room while I was finishing this up, and I'm literally just screaming out, Ew! Oh, it's so loud. Oh, it's so loud. <laughs> Just loudly making out. But at this point, while he's making out with Crazy, he's still holding hands with Boots. So Boots is just awkwardly standing there. No, those credits. No. What? It was just weird. It just was really it's awkward. It's weird. I didn't see that because I watched it on Hulu. So. <laughs> yeah, no. See, like, there's That's perks and disadvantages. There's Tubi is the pretty much the way to go just because there's not as many ads, but also gotcha. because you get a bonus credit scene, which sometimes is great and but sometimes is just loud <laughs> and uncomfortable yes. situations. Like it's just so gross. But yeah, that's the episode. That's Yay. it. That's it. <laughs> Mike. I mean it was a good episode. It was very interesting. Uh, but Booty, if anything, do you agree with the decision on uh, who he gets rid of? Do you think he could have switched it? I feel like he had to go with Bucky this week. Had she not <laughs> almost pushed crazy over the edge, I think he would have let go Boots instead. Which is so fucked up. Like, yeah. that's the part that really like made this such a problematic episode to me, that it was like, if he didn't have to send Bucky home because of like almost pure obligation it would have been Boots like it would have been a very different episode because he would have been like if I can't have sex with you then we can't be together and that would have been (laughs) 
Like, I mean, that's basically the gist of it. And I'm sure that's ultimately why he sends her home. I mean, I don't really remember why she goes home, but I wouldn't be shocked if that has something to do with it. About to find out. Yeah, no, next week we find, I think it's next week we find out, I'm pretty sure. Yes. So, that's that on that. I mean, you're you're right. Like, there are so few people and he just would have to send her home. Yeah. No other options. Sad choice. (laughs) I mean, I know, right? Like, the two. God. I don't know. None of them are really feeling him. Like, what's kind of the point? You know? It's all so gross. A star. You have to become a star. I know. Like, we say every week, like, this is, like, pre-social media, too. I'm, like, so unclear on, like, what their goals were. I really yes. do think it was fame. I know, but, like, specifically, like, fame how? It's just um, some It's some way to get noticed. I mean, I guess it's, like, well, actually, I, I was thinking about it at this point because, like, video girls were still a thing. Yeah, they were. And I think, too, because New York was the one who played it so geniusly to able to get a spinoff that maybe people Well, at this point, they didn't know about any of that. Yeah, but maybe they just saw, like, how she played it. Like, I could do the same. I don't know. But I am with you. I am curious. Right, none of them could ever. To parlay this into a career. (laughs) Right, because I think this is, like, the beginning-ish of, like, MySpace catching on. I mean, obviously... Without this show, Tila Tequila wouldn't have her show on later, which, once again, we will not be doing. One, because it was MTV. And two, because she ended up being a fucking Nazi. Not like, oh, like a Nazi. Like, no, like a legitimate Nazi. Like, like literally, she, like, is a Hitler stan. So, and yes, I'm fully aware that she is at least part Asian. The irony is not lost on me. I cannot explain it. You, you, the girl's a Nazi. That's all I need to know. So I'm fine never covering her show. Great way to end an episode talking about Nazis. Nazis. That's, they suck. <laughs> I mean, right. That's the greatest. Nazis, they suck. Perfect. Nazis, they're just terrible. Just like, right. Best way awful. to summarize them. I guess that's an awful segue into telling you to talk about your show and what your pluggables are. <laughs> so my show well, is not about Nazis. It's, <laughs> good. I it's, mean, good. It's something better than Nazis. Right. Obviously. Yes. Uh, no, so I, I host a podcast, the Boonie Breakdown Podcast, and it's pretty much your source for all things responsible and ratchet. So we cover the whole gamut. You want to learn a little business something? We might have that on there. But if you want to get ratchet, we can do that too. So yes. <laughs> uh, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast on. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. And where can they find you on social media? So yeah. on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, I'm at the Boonie, B O O N I E, Breakdown. And on Twitter, just Boonie Breakdown. So yeah. I'm most active on Instagram, though. Okay. Good to know. So that's where you can find Boonie. For us, I am on Twitter at Sonia Marie Says. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Feeney519. And we, the whole show is on Facebook. I always forget to do this part. Yeah. I I don't know why. Like, this part totally escapes me. The show you can find on Facebook at Rewind the Love Podcast. Twitter and Instagram at Rewind Love Pod. This was so much fun. Yes, it was. Thank you so much. How did it feel? Like, I mean, now that you like reviewed all of this and like examined all your feelings about it, I'm probably gonna go watch at least the episode, like two more, because I do remember 
Finish um, the season out. Just yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I do like the episode where uh, Delicious just really <laughs> just starts singing and she can and really if, sing. And I wonder if that's the one too, because an episode coming up, we have uh, we have a we have a guest for that one that like specifically requested the parents episode oh, just for the scene Patterson. of Sister Patterson going, "What's yeah. not clicking? What's not clicking?" <laughs> He literally requested it specifically for that line. I'm like, how did, I mean, it only makes sense that New York had a parent who was equally as crazy as she was. We talked about that in that episode because it's like, you have to think to yourself when we all didn't really know New York and we're all just seeing her as like TV villain, like, wow, like what a piece of work. And then you're like, who could have raised somebody like this? And then you meet her mother like, yeah, like legit, ah, there you go. Like, oh, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Like Sister Patterson is terrifying, but then also we realize if you go back to our season one episode eight episode spit face, where we're like now kind of at the point between Blave and Sister Patterson's age and and New York's age, like some because we're all kind of situated somewhere in between, that it's like mm, I kind of get where Sister Patterson was coming from in this instance alone. <laughs> because if my 24 year old wanted to be with a like man in his mid 40s, especially Flavor Flav, uh, yeah, no, like I'm not, I'm not gonna co sign this. Like, it's a terrible decision. So, I don't totally blame Sister Patterns. Like, like, what are those, like, the fucking, oh, no, it was gonna be another Nazi reference. The ones where it's like, whoever the fuck was not, was not wrong, where it's like, Sister Patterson was not wrong. That'll be my teacher contribution. But it's like, but she's wrong in a lot of other instances. She's literally runs around terrified of a little person she in season two of. Too. Remember that? There's like oh, contestant yeah. that's a little person on I Love New York. I don't know, but it's something problematic. So I'm excited to also watch that. She literally, she spends all the episodes he's on that show legitimately running away from him. Like scared, like yelling and scared of him. It's really fucked Midget up. Midget Mac. Wasn't his name Midget Mac? Oh my god, was it? Was Hold it on. I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> I think it was. I really just like went all the way back in my mental Rolodex to recall I hope, that. I hope that's what it is, because I will be so impressed. But I believe Hold it's Midget season Mac. Season two. Oh my god, I'm so scared of what it's gonna be. <laughs> Oh my god, it's Midget back. Oh my god. How fucked up is that? Oh my god. It was Midget Mac. She used to run from him. Yes. He made it pretty far. He really did. It is Midget Mac. That's wow. Very impressive. That is my contribution. Oh my god. That's impressive that you remembered it, honestly. Like useless knowledge. Right. Like if you think about like all of the things that you can't remember on a day-to-day basis or like in your life and like that's the kind of thing. Like I hate those moments where it's like this I is the kind of shit my brain does. Name. Oh my you god. You remember Midget Mac. Midget Mac. These names were really something too. She really outdid herself, but we've got plenty of time yes. to talk about that. I that's yeah. it for this week. Thank you so much again, Booney. We love chatting yes. with you. Thank you so much. 